News Talk ZB and the New Zealand Herald present Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, demystifying your finances. Hi, I'm Francis Cook. Welcome to the show. Whether or not to give a pay rise has become a hot potato. Unemployment is low at 4.5%, which would usually mean employees could demand better pay or they'd walk. And yet, the latest figures from Statistics New Zealand show there's not much movement. Private sector wages have only gone up 2.1% in the last year, and some of that lift is due to the government raising the minimum wage by 75 cents. There are also rumblings that low inflation and low business confidence are making bosses unwilling to part with the extra cash. So it seems employers aren't wanting to come to the party, despite it becoming an increasingly heated issue. Just look at the nurses' strikes. They haven't walked off the job in almost 30 years, but they did just that in July and would have again if they didn't eventually get an agreement nailed down. Teachers and cops are the next groups making noises about needing more. Over in the private sector, research by recruitment firm Robert Half has found employers are already seeing increased staff turnover and are expecting 13% of their staff will find another job this year. That's 340,000 people. So how do you turn this situation to your advantage without having to vote with your feet? News Talk ZB presents Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, boosting your business confidence. I'm joined now by John McGill, CEO for Strategic Pay. Now, we've all been there. You're angsting for a raise, but not actually sure how to go about it. And to me, the first place to start is making sure you've got all the facts on your side. So if someone is thinking about this, is there a way where you can check your own pay rate against industry standards so that at least you know where you stand? It's a very good question, Francis. Uh, The answer is not easily, but there are some things you can do and there's some information you you can get to help prepare yourself. But you've just got to remember there there are two sides to it, and we'll perhaps talk a, in a moment about what the employer thinks of all of this. But you know, as an individual thinking about um, your pay, and uh, uh, as in most cases, wanting to do something about it in a, in a positive manner, um, yes, there is some information that um, you can look out for. Um, a lot of professional associations uh, do industry surveys or surveys within their professional group, so. That's often a source of information if you are a professional and belong to one of the associations, and often that information comes with your membership. There's information on Seek, on TradeMe, and um, a number of the recruiting firms put out information, and that's that's also freely available. Um, in, in recent years, we've seen the rise of sort of crowdsource data, we'd call it, with um, uh, organisations like Payscale, so you can go to them on the net and uh, and see what they've got to say. Your employer is likely to have their own data and and their own views about what's going on. So, um, yes, you can gather some information, and and some of it could be of a reasonable quality. But uh, in terms of the discussion, it's only really one uh, one of the things you need to do to prepare. Yeah, it's a, it's a more an indicator, right? So, yeah, you say it's only one of the things you need to do. What other bits of groundwork should you do before even starting the conversation? Well, you've got to have an idea of um, where you sit in the scheme of things. Um, 
do do you have a view as to whether you're uh, uh, paid about right? But you know, it's the annual pay round, and uh, you know you'd like to get some sort of increase. Or uh, are you really concerned um, for whatever reasons that you're you're underpaid? And and if that's the case, you need to have um, you know you need to be able to give the employer some good information. Um, or, um, or or make a case as well as you can as, as to what your issues are. Mm. So once you've figured those things out, you obviously want to start the conversation with your boss. And for myself, as someone who's been in that employed person situation, the employee situation before, the whole process gives me the heebie-jeebies, but I think the first step of starting the conversation is often the hardest. So how do you approach the boss in a positive way to start the conversation out on the right foot? I think I think we've all been in the situation. I certainly have yeah. um, with both positive rewards and not so positive rewards on some occasions. Mm. Um, first of all, I think as an individual, you've got a right to do this. You, this is a, uh, a matter of uh, importance to you as an individual, as an employee. Um, you know, you shouldn't have any, any qualms about raising the issue. Um, you know, it's uh, it's your right to do that, so don't uh, um, don't shy away from that. Um, but make sure you are prepared. And when the employer is looking at pay, um, it may be that the organisation and um, most organisations, oh, over about twenty or thirty employees, would probably be um, buying data from organisations like like ourselves. Um, they're likely to have uh, a series of processes around how they determine pay. Uh, there will be a review time at, uh, during the year, and there might be formal parts of a performance management system in place. So um, understanding all those things in your organisation and, and fitting into that process is, uh, you know, is, a, is a pretty good thing to bear in mind. Um, so don't, don't be raising the issue every other month with your employer. Um, pick your time and pick the right time. Uh, that's that's an important part of the process. And from the employer's perspective, um, yes, they're, they're looking at a number of things. They've got affordability issues to think about. Um, they've got the, uh, the pay system that the organisation might have. So you might be paid in a grade or within a specific range. Um, they've got issues of... Uh, premiums or scarcity to think about. Um, you know, there's quite, quite a number of things that they're considering, not only in relation to you, but in relation to your colleagues and the, uh, the organisation generally in terms of, um, you know, how they're going to address a pay round. So it's not just you, you're, you're, uh, you're one person within the system. So knowing the system is, is, uh, is very important, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think, I mean, even if you're looking at it from a purely self-centric point of view, I still think you have to look at things as much as you can from the boss point of view, even just to help yourself. Because I got this bit of advice when I was quite young, and it has honestly, it has helped me so much, with, that when you're negotiating with someone, one of the best things you can do is look at things from their point of view and then argue your case from their point of view. So obviously with something like pay, you might be thinking we've got a kid on the way or we need help to buy a house. And I mean, good for you. Those are your reasons. 
But uh, the unfortunate truth is that your boss probably doesn't care, not from a business perspective anyway. Whereas if you start thinking about the boss's bottom line and what you bring to the table for them, that's much more persuasive to them. So when your boss is weighing up whether or not to give you a raise, what sort of things are they taking into consideration and how do you work that to your advantage so that you're making an argument that makes sense to them? Yeah. Well, you're always dealing with imperfect, imperfect information as, mm. as the bosses. Um, they don't know everything about you or what you're thinking. Um, what they should know is what your performance is like. Um, they should know, well, they will know um, pay relativities, so what um, colleagues doing similar work are getting. Um, as I said, if, you're in, if you have a, uh, a grading model um, within your organisation, they'll, they'll know where you are in that grade, and some of that information may have been shared with you. Um, uh, organisations are a little bit variable in, in what information they share. Um, so you can ask um, politely, I suggest, but you, uh, you can ask. Um, the cost side of it is, uh, is pretty important for the employer because above everything else, um, what a good employer is looking to do is, is allocate the money fairly. So they've got a bucket of money, um, that they they share out amongst the employees, and they want a a robust and fair system in which to do that allocation. So that's why they make use of survey data and um, uh, other analysis tools that people like ourselves provide. Um, market trends are important, um, and uh, you know there's some interesting things going on in the marketplace at the moment. Um, it does pay to be aware of those. It does pay to be aware of the health of your organisation. You know, is it? <coughs> Excuse me. Financially, have they done well in the last year, or um, you know, have there been some layoffs? What um, you know, what's the state of play with your employer? Because uh, if they haven't got a lot of money, um, they're not doing so well in the market. Well, you know, they they may they may not have much money to um, to allocate in terms of pay movements. Absolutely, and I do think you need to approach this as a reasonable person. And another thing that I got advised at one point was, which may or may not be applicable to different industries, but if it's applicable to you, you'll know. You can keep a little show-off file of your best work, things that you've done that have helped the company, especially if you're someone who brings in money to the company. That's always helpful. But there has been a lot of talk lately about unemployment uh, being low, it's quite low at the moment, and economists usually expect that to mean there's more competition for the workers, wages go up. And yet, at the moment, it's not quite trickling into people's wallets, not yet anyway. Sometimes you have these conversations and you really have made your case well, you've looked at it from the boss's point of view, and yet you run into a brick wall for whatever reason... What do you do if there's just no movement and you're feeling undervalued? Are there other tactics you can try or is there a point where you need to walk? Um, I'll uh, just I'll, I'll answer that. One comment on, on uh, what you said there about mm. uh, um, lo- looking after yourself in terms of keeping a note of, uh, of you know, the good things that have been recognised through the year, but... Uh, May not be at the top of the employer's mind if you're, you know, if you're having a discussion around pay, and if you have that information to hand, that's that's a very good reminder. Uh, I think that's a very good idea. 
And I'd, I'd had one of my favourites from many years ago is that, look, the only person that really, really looks after your career and cares most about you is yourself. Yes. So, you know, you've got to, you've got to work on that yourself. There is a sort of a stage two um, that uh, is um, uh, a bit more risky and you really seriously have to know what you're doing if you're going to go down that path. And that's get into some serious negotiating. And um, I've, uh, I've done it in my career at, at the odd time. I've had it done to me by employees. And um, that's where, you know, you do have issues. Um, you may be thinking of leaving. You may, you may have had a job offer. And, um, you know, if you, uh, if you have reasons where you do want to stay with your current employer, um, you know, lay it on the table. Um, don't be afraid to do that. Um, but, you know, if you're going to do that sort of more serious level of negotiating, I, I'd, I'd suggest you be very well prepared. Have your plan B if it doesn't work. Um, but, you know, from time to time, it may be the, the right course of action to take. You know, we, uh, we get opportunities from time to time in our careers either to, to make our point internally or um, with another employer. Uh, and you just have to be prepared when those moments come up to uh, to to look after yourself and to state your case. Uh, and it may be on on some occasions you will choose to leave the organisation. That's a that's a huge decision, but um, sometimes that's the right decision. Mm. Oh, I I couldn't agree with you more. I do think often the employee is dealing with a situation where they maybe don't have as much leverage, and a job offer does give you a lot more leverage. But you mustn't bluff because you might your boss might take you up on it and say, "All right, then off you go. We don't have any more money." And if you're not prepared to take that other offer, then you're in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, indeed. It's uh, if you're going to play the game, um, play it, play it well, play it to win, and that that means really good, seriously good preparation. Yes, absolutely. Oh, thank you so much. Really good advice there. That's John McGill from Strategic Pay. Now, you may have a question about this or some other money topic. Either way, if you let me know what your questions are, I will try to find the answers for you. You can find me on Facebook at Francis Cook Journalist, Twitter at Francis Cook, and Instagram at Francis Cook NZ. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio to make sure you never miss an episode. And until next time, have a great day. And that's Francis cooking up your business confidence for another week on News Talk ZB.